Coming to you live via satellite, we are Guys in Shorts. This is a Guys in Shorts first, as uh, we are all being good citizens and not, um, not, what is it? Uh, we're trying to flatten the curve. Is that what they're saying, Vic? Trying to That's right. prevent the spread of uh, coronavirus 2020. We're practicing social distancing. <laughs> Yeah, in different different locations. We're all uh, we're. I'm here in the studio, and uh, everybody else is in their respective uh, uh, solitary confinements or, or uh, quarantines. And um, we're gonna see how this works. This is a first, so uh, uh, hopefully it goes well. It's also a first. We're recording during the day. We've never recorded a normal episode during the yeah. day. Yeah. So, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I hope everyone is well out there. If you haven't uh, done so and you're laying around bored, I feel like, since you can't go outside anyway, a lot of you, this is the perfect time to scroll down and leave a nice little review for us. We sure would appreciate it. You can do that wherever you're listening, and uh, you can subscribe while you're at it if you haven't already done so. Be sure you're uh, following us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod and blah, 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 all that stuff. This week on the show, we will be talking about what everyone else is talking about, coronavirus, but we're going to try and focus on some of the positives. We found some of the positives that are starting to come out. So we're going to share some of those along with our personal experiences and how we're dealing with quarantine and, and our plans for the next 15 days or however long it takes to... Uh, uh, start getting back to some sort of normal. Um, plus, we have Vic on the show, Mr. Coronavirus himself, and he will probably set us straight on that's me some stuff that uh, uh, we've been uh, incorrectly reporting over the last couple weeks. And also, <laughs> if that wasn't big enough news, Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot. And Vic's got some some good headlines. Plus, the neighbor's gardeners are going to weigh in with their uh, weed whackers and, and edgers, <laughs> what they have to say. So so let's get to it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Uh, useless stat of the week, the divorce rates in China have gone up since uh, couples have been stuck inside oh. without being able to get out. Just thought I'd bring that I up. I believe it. Day one, and we've already fought. Hey, Ben Garcia. <laughs> hoop de hoo And Darren Besa. To all you teachers out there, you are grossly underpaid. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> oh, man. I have a new respect for teachers. How you doing Seriously. with the kiddos back at home, Darren? Oh, you know what? This homeschooling thing, it is not fun at all. Having the luxury to send your kid off to school at 8.30 in the morning and getting them back six hours later with some sort of education in their brain is great. Yeah. But the fact that now I need to teach them math, although I can teach them math uh. the non-common core kind of way, which is probably the right way anyways, but you know the reading, they get bored so fast at home, and I get frustrated so easily teaching them all this stuff. So teachers... You know what? You're severely underpaid. You guys should be getting paid a million dollars a year, minimum. Here, wow. here. I agree. <laughs> okay, I think we should start off by giving Vic an opportunity to say, I told you so. Vic. <laughs> I know you've been waiting for it. Although I, I don't, I suppose you're not that kind of guy. I'll say it for you. I told you so. 
Vic, you yes, have is. been <laughs> preaching coronavirus since before it was popular. Um, is there any gratification in knowing that now the entire country is panicking and going out of their minds? <laughs> no, none, none whatsoever. <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a simple math, and I hate math. You know, I mean, if you were just following what was going on in in China, because uh, this this happened in December. This started it, the outbreak started in December, and um, it just spread like wildfire. And, you know, finding out what was going on in Italy and, and how badly they were being affected, um, you, you just saw it coming. You, and it, it's probably been here way longer than the initial first reports got out because we just aren't testing anybody unless you're a basketball player or a celebrity. You're not getting tested. So the numbers are probably way higher than are being reported right now. And um, it's, it's just it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, as far as the number of people who have it, it's, it's going to, it's going to be way higher. Like, like this week, everything's uh, on Sunday. When I text you guys, um, the number was 2,800, uh, yesterday, the number was over 6,000 and I haven't even looked to see what it was today. And, and that number is just going to continue to climb. Um, so, I mean, most people saw this coming. Uh, I mean, most people who were following this, I should say, saw this coming, I, you know, I'm, I, it's just, it is what it is. This thing is highly contagious. It's, it's really deadly to a, a small portion of people. Uh, the problem is, is that, you know, hospitals and stuff get overrun with people going crazy thinking they're going to die. And uh, they can't, I heard, a, I heard a number yesterday that uh, across the country, they think, you know, 80% of our ICU beds are already being used for real emergencies and uh, we just don't have the capacity to handle a huge surge at once. And that's where that flatlining comes in. And that's why the quarantine is taking place, because they want to get to a place where it's not all at once, where these numbers are spread out throughout, you know, a few months. And um, that's, what, that's what the quarantine is really trying to do. It's not trying to... to um, stop this you know stop yeah. this, this huge slow spread it it's trying to slow it down yeah pretty much yeah 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 that's all we're trying to do that makes sense well you're uh, you'll be happy to know that uh that your tweets and and updates that you've been sending out uh have had an effect my wife has declared martial law <laughs> it's total lockdown over here as i've mentioned previously on the show she is pregnant uh, with our first child, which is happy yes. news, of course. Um, but uh, because of that, she is definitely in mama bear protection mode and wanting to make sure that, uh, oh, uh, we got the uh, gardeners next door blowing the... Uh, the yeah, yeah so, could you say so, that again, yeah, Jeff? I didn't yeah, hear right? anything you said. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, just part just of, kidding. Part of, uh, yeah. podcast. Apparently that's what happens when you record during the afternoon. Sorry about that, guys. Very unprofessional. <laughs> I feel like we get a buy because it's coronavirus 2020. But anyway, my my wife there is. There you go. It it's almost to the point where it doesn't matter what, uh, what the government is saying, what anyone is saying. It's what she believes we should be doing, and that's what we're gonna do. And so, um, so that's what we're gonna do. So as of right now, we're pretty much planning on not leaving the house. For the next 15 days 
I mean, maybe we'll go on walks and and stuff like that, and and keep our social distancing. Yeah, you have but, to. You have to get out of the house. Yep. Yeah. But I took okay. uh, I took Ben's advice last week, and I stocked up preparing for in my head so that I wasn't conforming to all the other sheep. I, I was saying that it was for the earthquake, for the big one. <laughs> um, but uh, but <laughs> good job. I, I may I may have to dip into my earthquake <laughs> rations for uh, in the next two weeks. But uh, but either way, you uh, do what you have to do. We got plenty of toilet paper. We got plenty of uh, canned goods. We we will be fine uh, here. Um, although mentally, I think it will be tough. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just a big staycation for us. We don't have kids yet, so it's like a a two week staycation is how I'm looking at it. Ah. <sighs> You really should, because you're blessed to not have kids at, at this time. Because having kids and, and trying to do all like man, like Darren was saying, it's it's tough, and you know they don't understand what's going. I mean, it's, my kids are really young, so they don't understand yeah. what's going on, you know. And, and so you're you're trying to just put you know make things as happy and, and as good as possible, and and uh, but it starts to you know days and days go on. It's it's going to get harder and harder. Yeah. Yeah, and my kids, they were actually a little bit disappointed. I mean, you always would hear my son and my daughter say. They don't want to go to school today. They don't feel very well. But yet, when the time comes when school is not in session and we may be out for the next two weeks or three weeks or whatnot, they actually want to go back to school. They are already bored being at home. There's only so much they can stream on Apple TV (laughs) and on Netflix. And there's, you know, only so many video games that they can play that they would rather value the fact that they can go to school and hang out with some of their friends. Yeah, and that's what yeah. they're. I'm, I'm the same that way. It's like, it's like when I get sick. Exactly. It's like yep. I got yeah. sick a couple of a week, or actually a couple of months ago, and you know I was home for I believe it was five or six straight days where I didn't leave the house at all, and you know my wife and kids they came and went. You know they went to the to the park and all that kind of stuff, and like that first day that I go out to the park with them, it was just like this huge weight lifted off my shoulders and so i'm, I'm kind of curious how i'm going to feel you know three weeks from now because we're sort of in the same position that you are jeff yeah my company has uh essentially said you know nobody or everybody that has a laptop and a, and a phone work from home so that's what i've been doing these last two and a half days which is good what the good part is that eight hours of my day is filled with you know keeping my 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 head occupied with doing work stuff the cool thing is is i don't have to wake up get dressed and drive to work and occasionally get to walk in and play with the kids. But, um, you know, two, two, three weeks into this, uh, I'm sure I'll be begging to go back to work and go have lunch. With <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine it, it's, uh, it's tough being at home. Just like, just the, the, the yes. practice of walking out the door, driving. I miss driving in the car. Uh, yeah. Podcasts. And it's been one day. I bet listener numbers go down. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I mean, do people listen at po- to podcasts while they're at home? I mean, they'll, they'll have plenty of episodes to listen to when they get back on the road eventually. Because it's not going to stay like this forever. Right. right? Yes. Yeah. Three, exactly. Yes. Yeah. The first thing I did yesterday when my wife, I don't know what it was she read, but she was under the impression that Orange County was, and we both work in Orange County, but that Orange County was on total lockdown and you couldn't even like drive anywhere unless you had something important you were doing, right? So so we pretty much assumed that, well, the same was coming to L.A. soon. And so I think we were misinformed, it sounds like, because uh, we talked a little before the show and that doesn't sound right. But regardless of whether that was true or not, that's what the pregnant woman believes. And so that's what we're doing. And so <laughs> I said, babe, 
if we're going to be stuck here for the next 15 days, can I please just run real quick to Lowe's? I won't breathe near anybody. I'll wash my hands as soon as I get out of the store and everything. I won't touch my face. All of the stuff you're supposed to be doing. But I got to get some projects to do if I'm going to be stuck at the house. And so I stocked up on all the lumber for stuff I'm going to build. And, and uh, oh, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait till you guys see the studio in a month nice. whenever we get to crawl out of our caves. <laughs> looking forward I'm looking to that. forward to it man yeah, yeah. i hope i yeah, hope that you repad awesome. that hate couch because i'm sitting on wood at this point is it is it getting <laughs> saggy it seems like every time well i i don't know if it's so much the couch or the extra pounds that you're carrying my friend oh. wow <laughs> wow <laughs> it's probably a little of both i'm just thanks. kidding benjamin you look great you look great <laughs> What do you, do you guys have any plans to pass the time in these next days when we're not really supposed to be going out and, and spending more time at home? So I'm catching up on movies. I, I watched Star Wars Episode Four. Oh, that's uh, right. And also, I, Ben, wait. Yeah, and then can't. I watched Contagion <laughs> yesterday. Oh, well, that's appropriate. Nice. <laughs> right. I figured, you know, it's like when you're on a flight, Is, you want to watch flight or you're yeah. on a bus, you watch speed. Well, yeah. guess what? I'm watching Contagion. You're, outbreak is outbreak next that's a classic <laughs> well done yeah you know what I'll yeah, have that's to on netflix that too. too yeah uh world war z give your one. quick review to everyone because we're all sitting on pins and needles your quick review of star wars episode four it took me two weeks to get through it <laughs> um <laughs> so, so this is more for the listeners because you guys know uh it started about two three weeks ago and I texted you guys. It was like nine at night. I was sitting down. I had a glass of beer. I was going to watch episode four. And I, I think I texted you guys a picture of the opening credits. And about 19 minutes in, I'm saying, hey, I'm watching Star Wars. Can't wait to tell you guys how it is. About 10 minutes after I sent that text, I must have fallen asleep. Steph walked in the room and woke me up. <laughs> yeah, we heard nothing. Back after <laughs> and that. she's like, yeah, she's like, are you watching this? I was like, uh, yeah. She's like, what are they doing? I was like, I have no idea. Well, I missed about 10 minutes, so I went to sleep. And then I essentially started from the beginning like a week later because I have to deal with the kids and stuff. And the second time, again, about 30 minutes in, I started to doze off. And so this time I kind of stood up. I got through it. It took about 45 minutes for me to finally like go, okay, this is what's going on. And it was when Darth Vader and Anna, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh... Ben, uh, whatever is that? I can't even think of his name. The old man? Yeah. Yeah, the old man. Obi-Wan Kenobi. They're about to sword fight. And I was like, okay, all right, you know what? I'm in. And then it was sword like the worst fight. sword fight ever. And then it literally was just <laughs> a good. race it's to get good. to the end. You know, I couldn't wait for that movie to finish. <laughs> I mean, it really is a bad I don't, I don't sword understand. fight. I don't understand what you guys are all talking about. So I'm, I'm still going to watch episode five. I've been told by a lot of people that episode six is the best. So I'm going to try to at least get through oh, those. Oh, really? And if I, if I get through six successfully, yeah, and I'm into it, then I'll, I'll go through one, two, and three. But if by six I'm like, this is bullshit, I'm out. Five, five and six are, are the best. For the technology back in 1977, it was a pretty cool thing. And I bet you that's why people back then said this is a great movie. Um, but, you know, here in, in 2020... It, it just doesn't cut it. Well, and even so even the flow of, of a watching movie. An old movie, like back then, movies they were just made differently. I mean, even in the eighties, even you know, yeah. try showing your kids a lot of the movies that we thought were the greatest thing in the world when when they came out. The, and the pacing of movies yep. is yeah. just so much slower. That you got to get right to the action these days, or, or kids are they're out. Yeah, 
I found that with E.T. and the Goonies. I tried to have my, my kids watch it. They won't watch it. Oh, well, they're a little young, oh. maybe, for Goonies. My kids You got to revisit Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. I will. I, I maybe with yeah, their yeah, has to do with their age. Yeah. What, yes. is, there, is there any redeeming thing about Star Wars, Ben? Any, any, just give us one thing that you liked or hated less than the other parts of it. I'll tell you what I liked about it is that there was so much, and, and, and it's funny because like you've put me on the spot. I won't be able to remember anything. Um, but <laughs> as I'm going through it, it like uh, Spaceballs made a lot more sense. Uh, also, <laughs> Top Gun, right? If you think about when they're, when they're doing the dog fighting, they have that machine where they have that lock, you know, and so they're trying to essentially get the, the plane in front of them to lock, engage, and then they can shoot the missile. Well, I don't think that's yeah. a real thing, but I mean, it was introduced in Star Wars. So a lot of the stuff that I saw, you know, sort of led to like developments in future movies and stuff and just references that like, you know, you guys were talking about that others talk about that it finally makes a little bit more sense. You know, the difference that between uh, Han Solo and, and Luke Skywalker, like I know that they're two different people now. Like, so there was <laughs> some good that came of it. <laughs> well, good. That's awesome. At least, at least it's not all bad. Good stuff. Well, I hope you stick yeah. with five and six. They, they step it up quite a bit over four. Um, so stick with it. Yes. Uh, my wife and I actually have, we did a movie marathon the other day. I think my wife kind of realized that I was getting a little landlocked. And uh, in the kindness of her heart, she said, you know what? You've always wanted me to see some of the Batman and Dark Knight movies. Let's Let's watch some of those. And so she hadn't seen any of them. So... Anyway, we watched the original Batman, and then we jumped ahead to Batman Begins and, and then watched The Dark Knight. And um, I got to be honest, after watching those, and, and this might shake a lot of people because uh, I know we've come to uh, just sing the praises of Heath Ledger, but Jack Nicholson, to me, is the superior Joker. Wow. I can see that. I agree you, because he's more dynamic. Heath Ledger is just one yeah. character, and and he could be evil, or uh, Jack Nicholson could be evil, and he could be funny. Yeah, and and that's kind of it. Is Jack Nicholson's to me captures the Joker I want to see. You know, this is a guy who is he, he's a bad guy before he even becomes the Joker, and he wants to like. He, he becomes this character and he just completely embraces it. And he's not this tortured soul that that we're given with these other ones where, you know, everything's kind of, a, you know, about, you know, sending a message and this and that. Like, he's just embracing being a Joker and having a blast doing it and watching him uh, do that. Ah, oh, I, I just enjoyed it. I hadn't seen that movie in ages. And uh, I decided Jack Nicholson is, yes... My favorite Joker. All right. And he like looks it. the coolest. Let's be honest. Like Heath Ledger's Joker, it looks cool and it's different. But Jack Nicholson, he looks the coolest. Can we agree? Agreed. All right. Agree. Agree to agree. All right. Vic, before we move on from coronavirus, should, yes. we, uh, should we talk about some of the positives coming out of this? Yeah, um, there's been quite a few. Actually, in our uh, text thread um, with the King's Realm, Jordan has sent us uh, an article um, that kind of talked about some of the good things that are going on. And uh, uh, one of them was actually, and this happened in China too, was uh, air quality is, is much better. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw that. That's crazy. <laughs> it makes nobody sense. Nobody on the streets in their cars. Yeah. Yeah, totally. 
Totally, totally. So, you know, that's nice. You can actually breathe some air. I don't know if you guys saw the video from uh, in Italy and um, uh, Venice with the with the canals. Venice. The canals. Oh, yeah. Well, the canals, yeah. There are fishes, dolphins, and ducks are now in the canals. Like, there's video. People, people are popping up with videos of all this wildlife that's returning to the canals because nobody's, there's no boats, there's no humans messing it up. Wow. So, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, big old dolphins. It was really, really cool. Wow. Um, uh, you know, there was also um, a lot of companies have stepped up uh, and have done things like actually when I when we were talking about, you know, recording for this podcast, or I had sent you guys a link uh, about a, an online way of doing it. And they waived all of their fees until July for podcasters to be able to use their service for free because they know a lot of podcasters are staying home. You have Uber Eats not charging delivery fees. Um, I know Apple extended their sick pay um, to all employees. That's including part-time employees in their stores. Uh, so there's been a lot of stepping up from companies that are actually taking care of their own. You have the NBA players paying and, and you know, owners paying for, for their part-time workers. The food that like Staples Center was going to destroy, they ended up donating it to, to local homeless shelters. So, I mean, there's a lot of good that's coming yeah, out Disneyland of it. Disneyland did the same thing. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, in this time of dark times, there's always good people and good uh, organizations that will step up and help out. And, and uh, we're now in the, in the stages of actually testing coronavirus uh, vaccines on actual human beings. So that's, you know, always a great sign. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's just a lot of dark, a lot of bad things are going on. But there's also you can always see the bright light behind some of that. And uh, it's good to share that as well. So, Vic, with everything going on, since you seem a little bit closer to it, how much longer do you think it's going to be that we're going to be quarantined? Because, you know, for work, I get to stay home until they said April 6th. But they said we're going to reevaluate that and it potentially can be longer. Do you think that this is going to go past this three weeks or do you think with this three week quarantine that things will start to return back to normal after that i think i think the very minimum it's going to be a month i think it's going to be four okay. weeks before there's even talk about even possibly going back to normal because the, the the problem is is that you can be um not show any signs for up to 11 days and uh you're contagious for most of that time so there's a there's been a huge portion of time where there's a bunch of people walking around that are contagious and don't even know it. And if you look at all the NBA players, whenever they get tested and they're positive, they're always asymptomatic. So they're not showing any outward symptoms. So they don't, they don't even know they're infecting other people. And uh, that, that, so that's one of the big problems is that you have to wait 10 to 11 days for some people for them to show you know, symptoms. So there's going to be people this week that are not showing symptoms. They're not going to show it until next week. And then you have to wait until all of those symptoms are two weeks after those symptoms are gone to make sure that they're not contagious anymore. So it's going to be at least a month, I think. The divorce attorneys are going to be real busy in about four weeks now. <laughs> yes. yes. They're going to be as busy as Costco so is right now. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to be lining up outside the door. And in about nine or ten months, the couples that make it through, they're going to have a ton of babies. There are going to be a ton of babies nine months from now. <laughs> Ton of babies and a ton of single people in nine months. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad there's some positive coming out. And and you mentioned there there's a couple vaccines and they're kind of making some ground on that. Vic is is uh, are we close on that to to having something or? You know what's funny is that for that okay so normally you're looking for close to a year 
to get a, a an actual vaccine out. Um, and the problem usually is is like so like for SARS and and MERS and and all the other outbreaks, they don't last long enough, and pharmaceutical companies don't have anybody to test to see if their vaccines are working. So the ironic part is that the longer that this goes on, the better chance that we will have a, a vaccine. Um, uh, I mean, it's not going to be soon, but uh, hopefully sooner than normal. Let's, let's put it that way. Gotcha. So the vaccine isn't going to be what brings us back to some normalcy. It's going to be us slowing down the progression of this thing by quarantining ourselves, right? Is that what you're saying? Slowing down the progression, yeah. Yeah, and summertime's going to help because it doesn't survive that well in the heat, um, which is why you, which is one of the reasons why you have the flu, uh, you know, coming around every year and during the winter times and stuff like that. And so the heat's going to help. Uh, people staying inside is going to help. Um, just wash your hands. I know you guys don't want to, but yeah, the more people that take it seriously, the faster it's going to go away, pretty much. But you're, you know. You're going to have those people that, that still don't believe it, and they're going to go out and party and do this other stuff. Or, or young people think they're, you know, immune to Invincible. everything, and they're not really thinking about everybody else. Yeah. So, like, the, the more we stay inside, the faster this is going to go away, pretty much. Well, there we go. You heard it here for the billionth time, people. Stay inside and uh, wash your hands. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is that enough coronavirus? Let's move on, shall we? Yes, let's, let's move yes. on. Oh, let's yes. talk about everyone else's favorite thing, Tom Brady. Oh, man. Tom Brady announced he wasn't going to be a Patriot, and then reports came out that he's signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the most anticlimactic move I think Crazy. anybody could uh, could have imagined. <laughs> with the exception of Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> That's less exciting. How dare you? Uh, it's like Mike Trout announcing he's going to the Marlins. Um, so, so Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ben, why don't you uh, weigh in on this one? Because uh, you're obviously a huge Tom Brady uh, lover. And um, your Raiders were in the running, possibly, for, uh, for picking him up. What are your thoughts on this? Well, first of all, I don't think the Raiders were ever a serious contender. No. Um, I think that, uh, no, I think that they, they at least, they, they said to themselves, Derek Carr is going to get one more year. Um, and I think that once they traded for Marcus Mariota as QB2, that pretty much took Tom Brady off. Um, so, yeah. I, again, I think that was more of a rumor that was possibly being spread by Brady, just so that it looks like there was a ton of teams out there that really wanted him. But I don't think the Raiders really wanted him. But as far as Tom Brady is concerned, um, I'm a little, I'm questioning a little bit the move. Um, the, Tampa Bay has got a, a head coach there that used to be with the Cardinals, Bruce Arians, that um, essentially was brought in to, to kind of fix Jameis Winston's problems. Uh, wasn't able to do so, but he's got experience with older quarterbacks, and um, you know may, maybe the pitch was was fantastic, and and maybe the talent around him. I'm not too familiar with Tampa Bay and other guys on that team, but. You know, to me, if, if it, it's about winning, uh, they, they, Bruce Arians must have said something. Uh, what you do get with this move is you, you move into the warmer weather. Uh, so now he's no longer playing in the cold. Um, and you're out of division. You're now in the NFC instead of the AFC. So, you're, you know, it's, it's kind of like a fresh start for him. Uh, and, you know, I'm 
my, my thought is, is that he went into the offseason thinking, I still want to be a Patriot. I mean, it's where his home is. It's where his kids were raised. It's where he's played his entire career, you know, similar to, to Kobe Bryant. And so there must have been something either with Belichick or, um, you know, the front office that, uh, you know, he ultimately decided that oh, he was, it was Belichick to change the page. That's, that's what I think too, Vic. Um, and, and I personally, I think that Belichick thinks that his legacy is so attached to Brady that you can't say that it was coach or quarterback. It was the tandem. And so I think that Belichick is cocky enough where he thinks to himself, well, if I get rid of, of Brady here at 42, you know, nobody's really going to be hurt because he's played, you know, the majority of his best years with, with the Patriots. Now it's time for me to go out and either draft or find the next Jimmy G and win a title without him. And then that proves to everybody that, that, you know, that Bill Belichick is the man there. So I, I disagree. That, that's kind of what I think. I disagree. I, I think you're right, but I think the motivation is misplaced. In your, I don't think Belichick's that kind of guy. I think Belichick just wants to win at all costs, and he knows Brady's past his prime and doing a disservice. They just have him. He's you uh, with paying any aging player that isn't worth what, they're going to demand in contract. And Belichick has no well, right. problem being that guy. And I, I, I don't think it's about him trying to, uh, you know, submit, you know, say I'm, you know, I could do this on my own. I think it's just, he wants to win at all costs, no matter what. And if that means yeah, getting I'm, rid I'm of with Jeff on this one, the greatest quarterback of all time, that's a, a franchise player and he'll always be a Patriot and not letting him retire as a Patriot. He doesn't care because he wants to win. Well, so that would make sense if, like, this was three years ago and Jimmy G, who everybody basically said is going to be the next guy, you know, move off of, of Brady at that point because you've got somebody on the bench that you can go to. Well, but it was reported that Belichick right was now, pissed. Anybody. It but, was reported, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what was reported. Belichick was pissed about was that. that you he know, wanted he, Belichick, Jimmy G. Yeah, Belichick, it was the front office that said no to Belichick. And they kept Tom Brady. That's what was re- being reported when they traded uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo away, away. So at this point, who who steps in as QB one for the Patriots? Who who is that? I don't even know who their backup is. I, yeah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but that's that's my point, right? If if they re-sign Brady for one more year or two more years, then they can go into this draft and they can they can get a Tua or they can get you know, who they believe is going to be their, their up and comer and then sit them the way they, the, um, the Packers did with Aaron Rodgers, and, and you move on in two years. But the, the fact that they're moving on without another option tells me that they know that they're not going to win next year. And so there was ulterior motives. It isn't about winning, you know, immediately. This is, this is about something that has to do with Tom Brady himself. That, well, that's it, what led me to believe that. Or if they believe that they can win without an A-list quarterback you know maybe they think that with you know what they have and the other pieces they have they can win with you know i mean the rams went to the super bowl with jared goff you know because we had all the pieces around <laughs> the him. last time you're sniffing the super bowl for a decade <laughs> hey you don't have to be no, mean <laughs> how dare you i'll tell you what man that window shut so fast it's not even funny but if you have Belichick behind the wheel and, and you know, the pieces that they had, their defense arguably was stronger than their offense this last season. And, you know, they beef yeah. things yeah. up. They they could still be a contender with – they don't need an A-list quarterback to to make it to the playoffs and make noise, you know? Well, and to that point, they, they do play in the AFC East, which, 
when you have the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills in your division, I mean, unless, you know, like, you know, you <laughs> oh don't my. fall on your face and, yeah, and, and knock out a couple teeth, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah. So you're, you're probably yeah. right. They'll probably <laughs> still make the playoffs anyway. I was kind of hoping, in a, in a small yeah, well, way, I was kind of hoping that Brady went to the Chargers, even though. That's what I was hoping for. I, even though I hate I, the I wanted Chargers. the Chargers to be L.A.'s team. I, it would just bring them, it would make them more relevant. How dare you? That's, that's silly. That's, that's kind of the reason I didn't want him to, but uh, it would just make, it, it, it made too much sense. The Chargers need, the only way the Chargers are going to be even semi-relevant is by, you know, bringing a, a big name like Tom Brady, even though he's at the end of his career and he's not going to, you know, it's not like he's bringing him a championship or anything, but you know, it would it would make things exciting around here. Well, I'll tell you what. If the Chargers go out and get Teddy Bridgewater, I think that's going to make that a much better team. It might make it a better team, but it's still not going to be L.A.'s team. Uh, listen, the Rams aren't going yeah, to go that's 500 a, that's a tough this year, sell. and the Chargers are going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, not the Super Bowl, but they're going to go into the playoffs. So uh, I do. I think a couple years, I think that the Chargers would be L.A.'s team. Ben, I disagree with that. that they will not. I think you have coronavirus. Something's slipping in your head because that you doesn't have even fundamentally make sense. <laughs> Honestly, I think as fans, you guys have fundamentally misunderstood that these long contracts and these big contracts are going to set are going to set the Rams back a minimum of ten years. But it's the Chargers. And you guys aren't going to get anywhere close to to smelling the playoffs. I'm telling you, if they if they're winning, and Teddy Bridgewater comes in and they're going to the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. You know, it'll it, it's it's going to change a lot of people's opinions. And, and that, right now, I don't think that the Rams have a stronghold in Los yeah. Angeles. No, yeah, I but, think they do. No, I, I agree with all that, but I think you're giving too much credit to the Chargers. I don't think bringing Teddy Bridgewater on some suddenly makes them. You, you have to remember a that contender. They they were the best team in in the AFC two years ago, and they do what the Chargers do in the playoffs, and they choked. And then last year, uh, Philip Rivers just had a really bad season because he's old. And Teddy Bridgewater, when he stepped in in those four or five games uh, for, for Drew Brees when he got hurt, he was lighting up the scoreboard. And with the offensive weapons that the Chargers have, I, I truthfully believe that you bring in a quarterback uh, like Teddy Bridgewater, I think they could make it deep into the playoffs. I agree to disagree. <laughs> um, and, and as, you better get as, yourself as a Chargers far- gear, buddy. Hey, well, as far as for the Rams, if we have the you know, new Rams I, I logo, it's practically that. Chargers gear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely say with the Rams though is that these big contracts that the front office has done, especially with Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, uh, Jared Goff, they're not paying off. And right now during the off season, the Rams have put themselves in a very tight spot. We don't have very much money in cap space we're losing players uh, we have been losing players since this past monday michael brockers is gone Corey littleton actually uh, he signed on with the with the raiders for about three years um you're looking at greg zerline who might be scouted by the cowboys right right now and there, there's a lot of talk right now in which todd Gurley, who's been a running back uh is now possibly looking at leaving the team there's, Ret- there's some retirement? options out oh. there for him. <laughs> Not necessarily retirement, but uh, uh, right now the Rams, <laughs> we are very much hurt as as you know some cap space. We're doing whatever we can to uh, get some breathing room. I don't know if they talked about you know restructuring deals with with Jared Goff or Aaron Donald or whatnot. But uh, we're we're in a situation where we need that money, and right now. We don't really have much to spend, so the contracts are, are definitely hurting us, as, as Ben has said, for the last few years. 
All right, Darren. And it's going to hit us hard under, this year. Over under eight wins next season. Well, um, with a slew of new coaches that we have coming around, I, I would even give it 500. I'll give it at 500. So, so you think, well, I'm saying over or under. I, I bet you okay. Vegas will choose them at eight and eight. Darren's so betting right over on. Over or under. No, I'm not allowing <laughs> if you're you gonna, to. Over or under eight if you're gonna give me, It's got to be if over you're or under. give me the over and under, I'm going to give you the over. <laughs> so it's going to be I'll, nine I'll, and I'll seven? I'll under all day on that. I hope you're both wrong. It's going to be way over. Jeff, they're not going to go 16 and 0. <laughs> 16 and 0 for yeah. Jeff. <laughs> no, it's it's preseason and that uh that that sounds right to me. If yeah, we even prove get to Jeff play. wrong. First off, let's hope there's an NFL season to begin with. Yeah. It's yeah, enough well, in the year. I think you're going to have an NFL season without a problem. Baseball on the other hand right. probably won't start yeah. till July. Let let's uh, soft, Yeah, let's talk about that. What uh, what's the latest on the seasons? Well, the one article I read was about the NBA. And it said that it was potentially going to pick up the season where it left off uh, when this quarantine ends, but that uh, it would push the NBA finals into July, potentially even August. And that the problem that they're going to have is that the venues that they generally use through June are going to be booked for the summer with concerts and other things. So they may run into some issues. So, you know, the other conversation is, is that they may just end the season with the current regular season records and start the playoffs whenever this quarantine ends. So that way they're closer to the June date for the NBA finals. Yeah, no, it, it, that's exactly what's going on. Crazy. And I don't know if you guys saw, but yes, yesterday four Nets players uh, tested positive, including Kevin Durant for the virus. And the last team that the Lakers played before the lockdown uh, was the Nets. So that's going to be a fun next right. few so days to find out. Uh, right. So they were positive saying that the Lakers are going to be the next team tested. Damn you, coronavirus. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, one more thing I, I feel like we should bring up, because this is uh, kind of an L.A. thing, and the news, uh, anything, any news that comes out right now is is automatically just ignored because uh, everybody's freaked out about the coronavirus. But, uh, of course, Kevin and Bean, which has been a morning staple on K-Rock, it's an institution around here, Bean left the show at what, like a, yeah. I guess a year ago or something. Just found out that uh, Kevin and uh, his cohorts over there they tried to keep the show afloat, but they've been let go. And uh, K Rock is is now moving to Stryker and Klein, who who did the later part of the evening or the I guess the afternoon drive, and uh, have kind of been groomed to take that over uh, the morning slot, but. Kevin and Bean, it's a morning staple. I know I listened to them for years and years. They will be missed. Well, um, good for K-Rock. <laughs> what do you mean good for K-Rock? <laughs> well, because here's, here's this is not a good thing. <laughs> here's the thing. It's a business decision. And if they couldn't sell you know, commercials for the price that they wanted to sell because people aren't listening, and it's, it's legacy fans that, you know, that have been listening for 30 years, but they can't get the new generation of listeners – and they think that by making this move that they'll be able to improve profits, then good for them. Well, that's the only reason they would have made this move. A, it isn't because they a, don't like Bean yeah. I, I or think, Kevin, whoever's left. Well, I, I think, I mean, the way it went down, it sounds like it was, uh, you know, a little disrespectful and, and whatnot. But, you know, wh- whatever. I get it. You're right. You know, it's a business decision. I will tell you, um, having heard Stryker and Klein 
they're going to need to step it up because I don't see them as morning show material. They're kind of awful. And I don't know if that's because I'm an <laughs> old guy <laughs> now. But, but Well, you know, you know what, Jeff? It's Okay, you love <laughs> Game of Thrones, right? No, I'm, oh, you that's, okay. that's Victor. Okay, Vic, you love Game of Thrones. Yes. All right, so who, okay, so when Game of Thrones ends, you know, and somebody asks, well, you know, what's the next Game of Thrones? The answer is nobody is, right? Whoever gets that has to prove that they're sure. the next best thing, right? So, you know, you can't right. just assume that whoever takes that spot is going to be as good, you know? Like whoever replaces Kobe is going to give you Kobe-esque numbers and be that type of... Of, of, of leader on the court, you know, like that, that thing is just, it's so rare that it's going to take 20 years for them probably to find the right guy, you know, and, and striker is just the next guy that's going to go in just like Adam Carolla replaced Howard Stern for a year until they fired him. Yeah. But I mean, Adam Carolla, I, I feel like, yeah, he's not Howard Stern, but I mean, he brought his own thing to it. He, he had the talent. He was good. I, I, I think I think that there's much better options out there than than what they went with. But whatever, that's that's my opinion, and I I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe people like them, but, but anyway, I'm sure um, Ryan Seacrest is available. <laughs> I I don't think he is. I think he's. Uh, I think he has a. Uh, I think he has several gigs already. All right, but uh, all our best to to Kevin and the morning show over there. Uh, we we will miss them fondly. All right, uh, Vic. You got some uh, some fun headlines to cover in all this craziness that's going on in the world. Yeah, yes, I do. The first one is, and I know you guys are excited about this, that, um, you know, remember the movie Cats that came out in December that was a complete failure because I think it just scared the bejesus out of everybody and did, it's a horrible musical to begin with? Did you see it? No, you, you saw I did the, not see no. it. But you've seen the musical? Uh, I saw it one time and it was horrible and yeah, okay. I, it didn't, I didn't understand it and it was just, it was really bad. Okay. So even you as a musical lover can can acknowledge that it's bad. I, I saw the preview for the movie and it looked abysmal. Yeah, but Cats fans de- are demanding that Universal Pictures release the butthole cut of what? the movie. So apparently they had they went through <laughs> with CGI and removed all of the buttholes from the cats. So there is a cut of this movie with the buttholes in it, and people. People want the buttholes. What is that? That's crazy. What does that mean? I don't, I don't understand. Is this on you porn? <laughs> Wait, what is that website, Jeff? Or, or did you mean per porn? Oh, hold on, so I'm writing it down. So they CGI'd out. Is that like YouTube? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben. Yeah, look it up. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I will. Yeah, I don't even know what to make of that. Uh, Headline. I don't big. think anybody really does, to be honest yeah. with you. I, I yeah. heard that it won yeah. a bunch of the Razzie Awards. Yes. Did you hear that? I think it won all of them. Yeah. For the, the worst <laughs> picture of the year and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, it looks terrible. So anyway, what else you got? Uh, so in, in these trying times of being sequestered, there is um, an extension you can add to your browser that lets you watch Netflix movies in a chat room, like kind of like AOL chat, but you're all watching the same movie and you can comment on the movie that you're watching. Uh, you know, for those of us that are stuck home and still need to talk to people and want to watch movies together. I thought that was kind of fun. Have you done anything like that? No, 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 no. I, you know, I'm, uh, nobody wants to watch a movie with me. Well, that is correct. (laughs) But I'm not going to lie. Star Wars episode five with Ben. I, I don't want to watch a movie with anyone. I I mean, 
I want you to sit there, but I, <laughs> Does that I want your wife? silence. I don't. Well, I don't want to. I don't want any conversation during the movie, <laughs> let alone have to type the conversation during the movie. That sounds awful. Yeah, I think this is for the younger the younger kids. Dang it! I sound old again. Well, <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad it exists. I'm glad we're finding ways to to keep everyone together. More good news. What else you got? All right. So this one actually has to do with the coronavirus. There was a. Um, a hospital in Italy that was running out of respirator valves and a 3D printing company came to the hospital, took a 3D image of the valve and uh, in a few hours had 3D printed for the cost of a dollar, uh, I think it was 250 valves uh, in one day. So wow. they were able to step up because the hospital, they were, they were out and the company that makes them couldn't get there in time. So they, they, they I thought that was kind of cool. 3D printer company's like, ah, oh, we'll come over there and do it for yeah, you. That's yeah, that's And they did it for about, about a dollar cool. each. Isn't that? For a dollar each, they were able to just print these things out. That is unbelievable. Yeah, right then and there. We are living in the future. All right, moving on. Um, any community fans out there? Uh, I, I, I watched Community a couple seasons. Yeah, I liked it. I have not, no. Ben, for sure, For has us it, so. in, in quarantine here, in, yeah. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> ben, you'll be happy to know uh, Chevy Chase is on Community, and uh, yeah, he still can't tell a joke to save his <laughs> life. I don't know what happened to that guy. <laughs> he, he used to be so funny, but he's, he just lost it. I don't know how that happens. You remind me a lot of... Of, uh, oh, Chevy get out of here. You get out of here. Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, Ben. Not cool at all. Is, uh, are we getting even for awesome. the, the weight comment? It. All right. You look great, Ben. You're very yeah. svelte, yeah. and it's not your fault that, the, that the that the hate couch is crumbling <laughs> underneath you, even though your side sags a lot further than Darren's side does. All right. You know, that's why I give Stephanie's cookies to you instead of eating them. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. All right, Vic, you were uh, trying to tell us headlines awesome. about community. No, no, it, it's coming to Netflix. So you'll have something new to stream on Netflix. And speaking oh. of streaming, Ben, I think you're out of this one too. But Jeff and Darren, Reno 911, did you not love that show? You know, oh, way back in the days, yeah. I, I didn't really know the show, but I watched the movie, and the movie was hilarious. You guys that, are killing That's coming me. back, right? You know what I mean? hilarious. Yes, on, on Qui- Quibi, which is the only thing that sucks about that is it's a new thing you have to pay for. But they are oh. rebooting with all of the original actors uh, the show, and uh, I cannot be more excited for my free trial because I'm not going to pay for it. Oh. Uh, wait, Vic, as long nice. as we're talking about <laughs> what we should all be watching during the quarantine, I know you've been glued to the, uh, the health... Uh, national health website or something but have you had time to look and check out uh lego masters yes how great is that show oh it's awesome people if you have kids that like legos you need to watch this show it it it's great will arnett uh should host every show from now on he really should he's really good no i agree i'm glad you like it i just i've been dying to know that what else you got all right and this one this one um this one's for ben uh, this is the last one, and Ben, I'm sure you're going to have plenty to say about this. Uh, a strip club in Houston has retired James Harden's jersey after spending large amounts ah. of cash there. <laughs> that's just respect. That's, that's pretty awesome. 
that goes to show you you could pay to have your jersey retired. That that is pretty freaking <laughs> yes. Good. Ben's jersey's retired on YouPorn. <laughs> I've never even heard of that website. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> wow, James Harden. That good for him. Uh, does he get a standing That's O? Crazy, ben, right? I feel like he deserves a standing O for that. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. <laughs> but I'm fat and I can't get up off my chair. Ben, oh, we need some healing, my friend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. You know what I need is a hug. Ah. You need to tell your wife that you need to uh, that you need to leave quarantine, and we get, we have to hug it out. She, I, yeah, I could imagine That's that conversation, right. babe. I, uh, Ben needs a hug. I, I kind of insulted him, and uh, I need to travel across the <laughs> the city lines and uh, and uh, go give him a hug. No, she that that's a big negative. But you know what? In my heart, I'm giving you a hug. I apologize for. Uh, <laughs> The comment about your weight. The, the hay couch is equal. Darren's side is just as low as yours. And uh, and it's the springs in this thing. It's old. It's old. I got it off Craigslist for crying out loud. So, uh, no, it's it's uh, it's not your fault at all. You look great. I appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you for the apology. I'll, I'll cry until we can hug it out. But until then, you know, good times. <laughs> you might have to wait a few weeks. Oh, man. All right. All right. We should get out of here, I suppose, shall we? That, that was it, right, Vic? That's it. All right. Well done. Well done. Thanks for bringing those in. Uh, before we go, we should mention um, if you got some time, which you probably do if you're stuck in quarantine, listen to some podcasts. Don't just glue yourself to the TV. There's some good entertainment on podcasts after you listen to this show you can also listen to the king's realm of course there's not hockey going on so god knows what they're talking about it's probably great though um and uh, they so talked listen- about hockey before yeah yeah exactly yeah so so definitely check out the king's realm and uh, the definitive five if you like movies and you want actually this is a great idea listen to a couple episodes of the definitive five that'll give you some ideas of uh, maybe some movies that you should watch while you're stuck in quarantine and, and whatnot. So Ben mentioned that's uh, yeah. that uh, listening to that show gave him some ideas of movies that uh, that he wanted to see and or, or wanted to watch again. So uh, check out The Definitive Five and The King's Realm. Good stuff on both of those. All right. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod. If you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, you can do that. Tell us about what you're doing to get through the uh, coronavirus 2020. 562-450-3356 is that number. And as always, we certainly would appreciate a review of the five-star variety uh, and you can uh, do that wherever you're listening. Also, you can subscribe and share the show with all your friends. Don't do it in person, though, because then you'll uh, help spread disease. But if you could maybe shoot them a text or send it over uh, Netflix chat room or wherever you're communicating with people these days, <laughs> do that. Tell them about guys in shorts. Good stuff. Gentlemen, I missed you. I missed seeing your faces this week. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the same. It's not, guys not so much. <laughs> oh, Benjamin, you know you did. You know you missed us all. You just try to play tough. We're out of here. For Victor Costello, Ben Garcia, and Darren Beza, I'm Jeff Wilson. Stay safe out there. <laughs>